0: You know, speaking of Jersey Sunday, it doesn't have to be a football team. It could be the Chester Hornets. It could be the Yellow Jackets, whatever you want to wear. Uh, Brad, I think I've got an old football jersey that is still hanging in the basement, probably. Uh, speaking of that, I come home uh, after our elders meeting Friday night. A was in the front yard. It said that my house had been swarmed. And I thought, what in the world? Well, then on the door, uh, the Chester Harnets are taking money so they can go to state with their basketball team. Uh, and uh, my house, for, for $20, they would come and get rid of the Hornets that swarmed my house. <laughs> what a way to get money. Uh, so I don't have a Hornets jacket to wear, but... Uh, Everybody's got their favorite, and I've been in mourning for Charlie and John and those that, uh... Dallas is out of it, boys. You might as well just forget about it. They're, they're gone. Yeah. And then Mike, he's still grinning because the Rams are going to win today, so he's okay. I have a Rams jersey. You have a Rams jersey, do you really? I may have one in the basement, but Kurt Warner signed mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be one. Interesting, uh, Jeremy had no idea, and Brad had no idea where I'm going, but I could probably not even speak, and they've already covered where we're going today. Uh, God is so good. We started, uh, I don't remember what Wednesday it was back, There's Been so much going on, but we started on teaching on prayer, and I just felt real impressed just to not just make that a Wednesday night thing, but just to, to get into that, because I'm telling you, we talked about it last Sunday. Folks, we are we are I mean, just watch the stinking news and, and, and if you believe any of that, then you're in trouble. But they are trying to indoctrinate us to live in fear and worry our whole life. And as Jeremy and as Brad talked about, we have the answer. Amen. But we have a responsibility yes. in that. And prayer. We talked about it Wednesday, and we've talked about it multiple times. But prayer is actually the communion with God for the manifestation of his glory. That's what, that's what takes place. And, and it, it's, in a, it's in a place that he's, he's so blessed us that he's brought us on this earth to help him fulfill what he knows is going to be done. And it's crazy how God's got his will, and God's going to get it done, and God can, God's God, and he can do whatever he wants to do. But do you know he will not do for you and I until we pray? And I'll give you scripture on that. I mean, he can, and maybe there's times he has to because we're so infidel. But we, we've got to recognize that he has got it so designed that when we learn, that's why what Brad said was so true. We have got to learn what we've got. That's why coming to church is so important and and reading the word is so important. And I I said last week, and I'll say it again, I can probably go around and ask, have you read the word since last week or have you read the word? And many will say, well, you know, I've got a Bible, but I never open it up. You can't do that now. How would I know what God wants unless I read what God says? There, there, it's, I was watching uh, God's Not Dead 2 last night, and it was basically the whole show. It's about two hours long, was, was nothing but really being in court. And they brought up the fact that the, the state and the church, that separation of state and church, is not even in the Constitution, but everybody thought it was. It's the same with this. Until you know what's in here, you, you're not going to get what you've got coming. You're not going to get that protection. You're not going to get these things that that we've got to get inside of us to recognize. He's got this, and we want his will to be done. Well, to have his will done, I've got to know his will, and I've got to be at that place of, of when something comes up in my life, I know that I can stand against it, and I know then he, it's, it, we talked about it, it, it's like a, Mike used to, be an engineer on, the, on running a locomotive. Mike, how far would that have went without a train track? They stop, they stop quick, don't they? Yeah. On a derailment, when the train car, even the cars you're pulling, come off the track, they stop quick. Why? Because they've got so much weight, but they've got so much power. But without the train track, it's not going anywhere. Well, th- that's the way it is with us. We've got all kinds of stuff going on in our lives, and that is so heavy at times, it's not going to move until you have the power of God, but it's not going to move until we pray and lay the train track for that to flow and that to be accomplished. We say, "Well, well, he never answers our prayer. Why'd you quit praying? Don't we do that? Oh, God, help me. He wants to. It's supposed to be, God, thank you. Lord, see, if I don't know what he promises me, I'm begging him. I can remember in my old religious days that, that that's the way you prayed. You begged God. You come to the altar and you cried out, oh, God, help me. Oh, God, be with me. How stupid. He's already helped us and he's always with me. He's got the answer. He's got it all. But Jeremy... What do you rehearse on a daily basis? Where do you spend your time? Where do you spend your thought life? Where do, you, do, do you complain about the problem? We've got all these boxes. It's interesting, he said that. It, it brought to my mind. When I lived in the country out by Coderville, now we're talking in the 70s, I boxed some of my stuff to move to Percy. And do you know, I've still got a couple boxes that have never been opened sitting in my basement. And matter of fact, they're dynamite boxes from when I worked at the coal mines. I mean, they don't have dynamite in them. Are you sure? (laughs) No, I'm not because we used to bring that home with us. Quit. But, But what do we have boxed? that we spend time on. What do what do we what do we talk about when we have problems? Do we talk about the problem? And there's nothing wrong with speaking the problem. It's the it's behind that. It's 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 what's coming next. Do you just keep talking about woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. Things are tough, things are tough. I've got this box of garbage and I hate my garbage. Well then get rid of the garbage and recognize that you have the authority that's been given to you, what do you think? What do you speak? Is your problem the most important thing in your life, or is the answer? Well, see, if I don't know the answer, all I'm going to talk about is my problem. And I, back when the faith movement was just so, so powerful, uh, people could have snot running out their nose. And you can say, oh, I see you've got a cold. No, I don't, I don't have no cold. Well, yeah, you've got a cold, but you've got somebody to heal that cold. And it doesn't hurt to, to say what your problem is because you need people to pray. But we've got the answer. You say, well, well, well let, let's just go and look at some scripture. Go, if you will, to Mark 5. Now, I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. Mark 5, 21 Quite a bit of reading, and I'll, maybe I'll paraphrase some of it. But verse 21 in chapter 5, Jesus got into the boat and went back to the other side of the lake, where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of a local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him. What was he doing? He was speaking. To the answer to the situation. He'd already thought it through. Now listen to what it says. Please come and lay your hands on her. My back up. My little daughter is dying, he said. He, he gave the problem, and that's okay. But he didn't stay there. He didn't say, My little girl's dying, she'll never make it. My little girl, oh, my little girl, oh, oh. He come right straight to the answer, which is where we've got to live. And he says, "Please come and lay your hands on her, heal her, so she can live." What was he doing? He was he was speaking and confessing the promise. He was giving the answer. He knew the situation. He knew enough of what Jesus was doing that he had the answer. Well, interesting thing happens in here. As they were going and making the trip through all the crowd, it says Jesus went with him and all the people followed the crowd around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from the doctors. Anyway, it goes on there and it talks about the problem she has and she spent everything... But yet, in the midst of this, where Jairus had to keep his mind on the answer, and you'll see later that he did, she comes along, and she does the same thing. She says, if she said to herself, it's so crowded, and and there's a situation going on here, I'm religious, and there are rules that I can't even be out with my condition." So she was in fear, so she thought to herself. She thought the answer. I know him. I have a relationship without him even knowing it. But yet if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And she says, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. That's the answer. Folks, that is prayer. See, prayer is not... Always oh, getting down, closing your eyes, oh, and speaking in King James version of the Bible. It's just talking to him like you would every day. That's what she. That's what's going on here. In her prayer, she's saying, "God, I've had this problem for years. I've spent everything I've got, and, and nobody has fixed it. But I know you can fix it, and I know that I can't get to you, but if I can just reach out and touch that, this is all prayer." This is all the answer. See, we have to have the prayer. We have to have the answer. He's got the answer. New Living Translation, Romans 10.10 says, for, listen to what it says, for it is believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. That's prayer. That's the answer to the unsaved person. Brad. Brought it up for those maybe here or those by the internet that have never, never accepted. That's how simple it is. Just receiving. But you have to pray. I can't think it in. I can't take the box and move it around. Oh, I've got it in my room. Well, you know, a lot of us went to church our whole life, but you still have to move the box. And you still have to speak about what's in the box. You can't just have the box. You have to pray for God to move. You have to pray for God to answer the question. You have to lay the train track. It has to be done. You say, well, God can do what he wants. Yes, but he won't. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, in Ezekiel 36, 37, New Living Translation says, this is what the Lord says. I am ready to hear Israel's prayers and increase and increase their like flocks, it's up there. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I'm ready to hear Israel's prayer and to increase the numbers like a flock. I'm ready for you to pray to give you what I've already got for you. He's got everything you'll ever need. Anybody in here, anybody, by the, you, you've got the answer. But you have to Pray. I'm where I'm at because of prayer. My mother knew when I was 12, she knew that I was, I was going to be a pastor. I knew I was going to be a pastor. But after I knew that at 12 and got born again, I never had anyone mentor me to be or to follow that up. So it was forgot in my mind till I was 32 years old. Well, my mother prayed. And she knew that I was called. And she knew what I was going And she didn't beg God. I've heard her pray in the basement. That's where she spent a lot of her prayer time, in our basement. I would hear her downstairs doing the laundry and praying and talking to God. And there was times I thought, who are you talking to? Prayer is the answer. Another scripture for you. Isaiah 62, 6 and 7. It says, Jerusalem, I have posted watchmen on your walls. They will pray day and night continually. They will take no rest. All of you who pray to the Lord, give to the Lord no rest until he he completes his work. Until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth, is what it says. What's he saying? Pray and don't stop. Now, you... Once I feel, once you pray and you have the answer, you continue to thank him and remind him. That's prayer. Lord, thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Well, how can you say that? Because it says in 1 Peter 2, 24, that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. He carried all my sickness. He carried all my disease. Well, pastor, I I know that you're going through some stuff right now. Yes, and so are you. Betty felt like she needed prayer this morning when she come in. So some of the men got around her and prayed and agreed with her. She's healed. If she hadn't have prayed, if they hadn't have prayed, if somebody hadn't have prayed, she wouldn't have been. But we are. He meets all of our needs. Why? Why? Because he says he will, and we pray. We're standing in a building that is paid for. Why? Because we prayed. We're getting a new sign out front. If you notice, it's been black for a few days. Why? Because we prayed. Ours was going out. It was messing up. They would not sell us parts for it. So we ran across the guy in St. Louis who sold us one for half of what we paid for the first one. Now, if you want to help with that, Well, you say, well, yeah, you are going to help because I've been praying. Because God spoke to me and said, there's people here that will help pay for the sign. It's going to be paid for, but we're pulling it out of Peter to pay Paul. But if I pray, Lord, thank you that our needs are going to be met. And I do it all the time. Matter of fact, you want to add to your prayer life. I am continually saying, Lord, thank you for a one-time gift of $1 million for this body. That comes up in my prayer a lot. You say, well, Pastor, why are you doing that? Because I felt like God put that on my... We don't need a million dollars right now, but maybe we will. Y'all remember there, there are old-timers here when we was ready to build a building here. And I would say to you just what I'm saying now, we need $100,000. And I have still to this day Every day, Lord, thank you for that $100,000 that did come in. And thank you for the other 100000 from the south, the east, and the west that's not come in yet. You say, well, how long do you don't pray? Till it comes. Yeah. Well, why? Because he told me to. Well, why? Because that's his will. Well, why? Because it takes about $30,000 a month to run this place. So he's going to supply, but he won't just send it in the mailbox. Until somebody prays, he won't. He won't. He won't bring the relationships around you that you need until you pray. And you say, "Well, well, my life's a mess." Are you praying, Amen. or are you doing things that violate His will to where He's just backed off and there's nothing He can do because you're living a life of corruption, you're living in adultery, you're living in things that He says if that's death. But we pray. Why, well, why do we pray? Because he told us to. <laughs> pray without ceasing. I, I'm, getting, I'm getting so much more of a revelation on the importance. This, this church was prophesied over years ago that this would be a house of prayer. We've come and gone, and now we're, we're, we've kind of backed off a little bit. We can't, especially in this end time, folks. We've got to know that he's with us. Well, we do know he's with us, but we've got to continue to walk with that and live with that. You know, back, back into Mark, we know the situation where Jairus and we know the, the, the lady with the issue uh, get healed. Well, at verse 35, then it starts, it says, while he was still speaking to her, a messenger's arrived from from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, they told him, your daughter is dead. There is no use troubling the teacher. What are you rehearsing? There's no way God can help me financially. I, I've, I've got myself in such debt. I, I owe so much that my minimum payment on my credit card is, is going to take me 30 years to pay it off. And uh, what am I going to do, God? No. Lord, thank you. Thank you that I recognize that I made mistakes. Lord, thank you that I recognize I can't keep using those stupid credit cards and adding up and adding up. I've got to pay for it. Lord, thank you that you're going to give me wisdom. He's not just a miracle maker, just to to be a miracle maker, but he can make miracles if you ask. And he can give you wisdom if you ask. And he he can build a relationship with you if you ask. You can't do anything Unless somebody has asked. Get that revelation. It's not about you. It's not about you doing your own thing. It won't last. I don't care what your age are, young people, old people. I don't care what you, if you don't ask, it's not going to get fixed. Well, why are you saying that? Because that's how he works. I wouldn't want to be, wouldn't it have been a bummer if the Lord would have said, okay, I'm going to, have all these people that are going to do exactly what I say. That's not what he's after. He's after people that love him as much as he already loves you to build a relationship so you would reach out for those that don't know him and are going through times that don't have the answer. We are the only people on the face of the earth that has the answer. Mohammed doesn't have it. Buddha doesn't have it. Harry Krishner doesn't have it. Jesus has it. And it's so simple. It's ridiculous. Religion made it so hard. You've got to live this way, you've got to live this way. You've got to do this. You, you can't go to the movie. You've got to wear dresses down to the floor. You, you, you can't, you can't, you can't. That's religion. Jesus says just believe. And build a relationship with me. And quit rehearsing the wrong stuff. Quit moving the boxes around. It got me curious now what's in the box. <laughs> Gonna to have to go down and dig it out. He's got the answer, but but look, but look, I want to go go on with this. Listen to what it says. But Jesus overheard them and said, Jairus. J.R.S., don't be afraid, just have faith. What's he saying? Don't be afraid, just rehearse the right. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So I want to rehearse in faith what I'm supposed to be having. But, Lord, you don't, you don't know my husband. He's a knucklehead. Quit rehearsing it. You want your spouse or your kids to change? Don't beat them down. Don't rehearse that they're not making it. Don't rehearse they're failing in school. Don't rehearse that they're going places they shouldn't go. Don't don't go there. Just start speaking positive things over their life to them and to him. Lord, thank you that they're going to have a relationship with Christ. Thank you that it's, it, it's up to them. They've got to make the decision. But, Lord, I thank you that you're moving on their behalf. Lord, I thank you that they're going to do good in school. Lord, I thank you that they're running with the right friends. Because I know in the Word it says that whoever you spend time with is who you're going to become. That's why it says it in the Word. Hey, hey, young people, if you're running with a jerk, you're going to be a jerk. Why? Because... He wrote it in there for that reason. So you would see if this person I'm running with, well, you know, I'll marry him and straighten him out. Or I'll have kids. We'll, we'll get married and we'll have kids and that'll. Don't be so stupid. It's hard when it's good. But get a relationship and start speaking over yourself. Lord, thank you. Thank you that, that you're moving on my heart. Thank you, Lord, that you're drawing me in. Thank you. I know the word says that if I abide in you, you abide. That's prayer. That's what changes everything. You want to fill the rest of these seats? Then i pray about the one that's empty next to you. Lord, thank you that you're bringing people in from the north, south, east, and west. Well, When shall I stop? When we have to go to two services. Then don't stop. But it will never happen. When you rehearse, well, COVID's got it. It's COVID's fault. We're broke because of COVID. We just don't have anything. Now, cost of living's gone crazy because of COVID. Start speaking the other, start rehearsing the other way. Everybody would like to go back to the normal, wouldn't you? You can't. You can think about how it was as much as you want to think about it. That's why Paul said, I don't look at the past. I, I can go back and think how things were before COVID hit, but it'll never be that way ever, 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 ever again. Tomorrow, this is a new day. Tomorrow, it can be a blessing, but we've got to pray. We have prayer here, quarter till nine every Sunday morning come a few minutes early you don't have to pray just come and be in agreement with Michael and and Monica that are praying and then when they get done then you've got 10 or 15 minutes to, to 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 grab hands with somebody else and pray for them and encourage them and love them and you say well well I can't get up that early then suffer We, we got people that's lost loved ones all around the body right now. They could just be encouraged. I mean, I could go on and on, but we've got to recognize he's got this and he's got the answer. It goes on. It was interesting. It goes on in here in paraphrasing. Uh, they, they go to Jairus' house and when they get there, everybody's whining and carrying on. They even hire, they even hire mourners back then. You know, I don't have a job. So pay me money and I'll, I'll cry with you. I'll rehearse with you. We'll we'll really get the advertisement out. We'll We'll really get on Facebook and tell how bad things are. That's rehearsing the wrong thing. We've got to start rehearsing what is going to happen. We've got to start rehearsing all the things that's taking place in our life that we know he promised us. I don't care what you're going through. He knows it and he's going to make good out of it. We've just got to get to the place and hey Lord, I don't understand this, but I trust you. That's prayer. Tomorrow will come and something will happen. I know you're going to walk me through because I trust you. That's prayer. You live in peace when you know. We went and seen Helen Schrum yesterday. She called and wanted to see uh, me and Kevin and then her family. We've been touching base with her pretty regularly. And uh, she's now in a hospital bed and not doing real well but yet the love of God was running out the door when we got there. Why? She said, but but I can still pray. Didn't have the strength to even hardly pick her hand up, did she? But I can still pray. Not beg. Pray. He's the answer. But you don't understand my problem. I don't need to. He's got the answer. And He wants us to pray so that He can answer, so He can run. We cannot lay enough train track. He wants to take care of every need in this body. Everybody here ought to be laying track so God can answer, and He will. It's a guaranteed thing. He's got the answer. He's got everything. Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, you will have whatever you say interesting scripture. Hebrews 10, 23 says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Let's come to the place where we're not rehearsing the stuff that we can't change. I can't change the COVID and I can't change the COVID rules, especially with all the, all the, the ones that are trying to make millions off of the disaster that somebody else made but I know God can take what you think this is big to him this is nothing that's why he says build a relationship with me and recognize you don't have to live in fear he tells us that and what's worry going to do he tells us that he says trust me pray the answer Rehearse the answer. Well, how, how long do we rehearse? Back when we did the Easter program, Betty had us going from January till Easter. Went over it, went over it, went over it, went over it, went over it. Went over it. That's why when, when the people go into the military and you go to basic training, they go over it. I can still, to this day, you bring me an M16 and I'll guarantee you I can break it down and put it back together without even thinking about it. Why? Because I rehearsed, I rehearsed, I rehearsed, I rehearsed. They made me rehearse. And they, they get you at an early age so you're terrified they're going to hit you with a big stick. But I can do it. I'm going to hit you with a big stick, folks, if you don't start praying. You want help? He's got the answer. But you've got to lay the track. Come on up, team. Let's close with the song. Listen to me. I, I, I don't know how to... Can I beg you? Get your word out. Dust it off. If you don't know where to go, go to the book of John. Read it. And then when you get to the end of it, back up. Read it again. Then read it again. Then read it again. Then read it. Well, I've already read it once. Read it again. Why? Because it's alive and active. It tells me that in the relationship. Hebrews 4.12. I'm alive and active. I'm sharper than a two-edged sword. I want to help you, but we've got to quit rehearsing the wrong thing. He is our all in all. He is our answer. Let's stand and let's go out with song.
1: Let's pray. God, we want a heart after you, but we can't have a heart after you if we don't move. And I don't mean works, I mean chasing after your heart. We wanna know your will. We wanna make room for you to move. We wanna grow and spend time with you in prayer more and more. We don't want to keep anything from you, God, but to give you all of our heart, all of our worship as we go throughout our week. We give you all of our praise, amen.
0: and we won't offend anybody. Just raise your hand. Now, I want somebody to get their hands on those people. Look around. Make sure somebody reaches Brenda right here because she just lost her mother. Sarah, right behind you, Bradley, she lost her father. And I'll pray, and you can just pray out loud with me. Say, Father, I thank you that you're going to meet every need this person has. I don't know every situation, I don't know every circumstance, but I thank you, Father, that you're going to meet every need they have, because I'm asking you and I'm thanking you that it's already done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Call you blessed, you are dismissed. Give somebody a hug for you, later.